Hello, and thank you for joining us for another podcast from the Secretariat of Child and Youth Protection. My name is Melanie Takanen, and I'm the Associate Director for the Secretariat. And joining me today are two folks from the Theology of the Body Evangelization team. Uh, we have Monica Ashour, the Executive Director, and Spring Brock, who's the Director of Content and Development for, the, again, the Theology of the Body Evangelization team, or TOBIT for short. So first, uh, thank you both for joining me today. And can you share a little bit about what exactly is the Theology of the Body Evangelization Team and how does it interact with dioceses? Great. Thank you for having us, Melanie. Uh, this is Monica Ashour, and I uh, was one of the co-founders of Tobit, the Theology of the Body Evangelization Team. We were co-founded in 2001, and our main purpose is to spread St. John Paul's theology of the body. That's a kind of mouthful there. (laughs) So a a way of looking at the understanding of the theology of the body is we are made in God's image and likeness, starting with the body. And so the body matters. It's really um, significant. And so Tobit's uh, mission is to help um, the family especially to understand the truth of the human person and uh, we continue to spread this good news. So oftentimes people think about uh, evangelizing to children and youth as really just focusing on traditional catechesis and focusing on the sacraments, which is great and absolutely important and something that's truly needed within our church today. But evangelization really kind of takes it a step further and means a little bit more than that. So would you agree that teaching children and young people about God's purpose for our bodies and how to keep themselves safe is also another form of evangelization. Yeah, definitely. Um, what I would say is when we start like dividing the human person into different um, sections, um, it's a problem. And so one of the things I think St. John Paul's Theology of Body gives us is a way of seeing the holistic view of the human person. So for instance, um, if we take the body seriously, like right now, my vocal cords are directed toward your eardrums, Melanie and Dayspring. And so I'm giving the gift of self to you by giving. Your eardrums are receiving. And so the way God designed our bodies, we see that we are meant to be in a communion of persons. So to talk about that to little young people, it would be like in a friendship or in a family. And so to take that seriously, then we can start off like, this holistic view, we are made for love, and then where does safe environment come in? Well, it comes in the fact that whenever something or someone takes away from that, that goal of love, then that becomes a problem. So the way we're putting it um, with Tobit is the body is a bridge and a boundary. So the bridge is... Um, understanding, oh, this other person, I'm meant to be in a relationship with him or her. But the boundary is those practical things that children need to hear. Wait a second, you know, this is a, a stranger here. I don't know who he, he or she is. So let me, let me have a boundary. And then it also has to do with the, their interaction with each other. Like to bully someone goes against the proper boundary of, of treating the person uh, with dignity and respect. And so uh, I definitely think that to integrate concepts like this in a positive way um, in the safe environment um, uh, program is, is really significant. 
I would add to that too, some of uh, the ways in which we incorporate safe environment in our lessons um, include uh, using vocabulary that is more theology of the body based. So instead of saying, you know, respect each other, it's we use the term gift of, use uh, your body to be a gift of self. Mm-hmm. Or we, we talk about having reverence for your body, which is what John Paul II talked about, one of the highest virtues. Um, especially in a married couple. So we develop reverence for our bodies and for other people's bodies. And when we don't have that reverence, you know, when we we have irreverence or or are receiving irreverence from another person, then we need to, you know, be aware and be vigilant. So um, we recognize that we want our, our, we want children to understand how good and how beautiful their bodies are but also to, to under, have an understanding of what it means to be in a fallen world where um, others uh, do not have that same view. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a balance. <laughs> Absolutely. And when uh, we talk about boundaries, um, I know, Monica, you mentioned that when we're talking about people that they don't know, maybe those strangers, that they need to have those boundaries. But the same is really true for when it's people that they do know. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, Dayspring, too, keeping their relationships reverent mm-hmm. and having those appropriate boundaries for everybody that they interact with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't the statistic like um, a lot of violations occur with people they know. Exactly. And so it's not only that. And so the, the boundary is not only I don't know that person and his or her body, but um, you know, how does the body speak to me if um, someone I, I even know is approaching me and I, and I sense, and we would say like sense bodily that, that something is amiss. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that, as Dayspring was saying, that um, one term we say is the body is like a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so for children first to see, see, one of the problems if, if safe environment doesn't incorporate the whole picture of the person, then it's almost a scare tactic. And so what Tobit, the Theology of Body Evangelization Team, what we try to do is give this beautiful view of the person and say, their body's like a teacher. It mm-hmm. teaches you when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, when you're sleepy, when you need to go to the bathroom. And, and then after you build that basis, then you could talk about the area of safe environment, mm-hmm. whereby, okay, your body is telling you something is amiss. Listen to that and how important that is. And then think about the idea of your mom or dad and you need to tell them or a, a trusted adult with regard to some, some of these issues where it, it, you sense your body as a teacher telling you something is amiss. Absolutely. So those warning signs of those first steps of the people that you know, that 90% of the time where sexual abuse is committed by somebody that you know, right, that just initial your body teaching you, hey, this person is not respecting me. They're being irreverent toward me because they're violating my boundaries. That's perfect. I love that analogy that you're using to to train the kids that information. Mm -hmm. So kind of expanding upon some of what you were just sharing, how do you envision a diocese could integrate more theology such as this into their safe environment uh, training programs for both adults and then maybe also for the children and the youth? Let me take that, Dayspring. Yeah. Take that. So um, I would say this: that to captivate the imagination of adults as well as of children, with the understanding that we are made for love. So one of the things that the theology body gives us is what Pope John Paul called an adequate anthropology. It's kind of a fancy term for meaning, meaning how we're made in God's image and likeness. What does it mean to be human? 
how how um, we are we are meant to to love and be loved, and so um, I would say that's that's part of like reaching out to adults so that they don't just hear no 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 no, but the yes behind the person we are made you know yes for love, but then also the fallenness of who we are, making sure that we we follow along with that. Um, Dixie, I think you have uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to include an example. One of our um, books called Our Bodies Made Male and Female, where we discuss masculinity, femininity, and, and what it means. Um, we have a section in here just on what it, the body and identity. And we talk about training the eyes, minds, and hearts to see the body as a sacrament or as a visible sign of the whole person. So, you know, that's very theological language, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it really, what, what, we're tr what we hope for is that the children will be trained to see others as, um, you know, like we said, be, as reverent or, or worthy of, of love, um, but also, um, you know, recognizing that themselves, that they are themselves worthy of love and not to be used and not to, you know, and then to look for those danger signs, I think is, is certainly the job of the teacher, but also, or the catechist, to help, you know, give them real tools so that they'll, um, to recognize, to trust themselves, to trust the inner movements of their heart um, in relation to what they understand about reverence, um, but also, uh, you, you know, to, like, she, like Monica said, just to be able to, to have a relationship with a trusted adult, to know where to go when those things are violated. Absolutely. And it's kind of that twofold approach, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to train the adults to know what these warning signs are. So if they see it happening, they can take action, but also empower the children to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And to tell the adults where as adults, it's our job to keep children safe, but we can still give them the tools so they can keep themselves safe as well yes. and understand what God's specific plan for them is and for their body is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well said. Right. So how would you respond to a catechist or, say, a director of religious education at a parish that said, you know, we have to focus on the sacraments and we don't have time to be teaching kids about safety? That's the parent's job. Mm. What would you say to them, those folks? <laughs> uh, have you looked around the culture? <laughs> Seriously? Um, yeah, I, I would just say that, um, that any, any catechist who can... Um, to, knows children can spot a time where you could bring in to a robust, you know, catechesis mm -hmm. the truth about um, the, the body and the truth about safety. So it doesn't have to be like this huge thing. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things when Dick and Bernie saw our books, you know, the, the prototype books a couple of years ago, one thing he said is like, oh my gosh, if people do the body matters, it's an ongoing, beautiful look at the human person. Mm -hmm. So we deliberately didn't put safe environment issues per se in here, although what we do is um, in, in our educator guide, mm -hmm. we pull out components, safe environment components. So if they're talking, let's, let's say, about something, you know, about the gift of self and saying you're a gift, and then the teacher would say, okay, but what would be the opposite of a gift? Well, it, it's when you're used, when your body is looked at as like, an object or a tool, you know, instead of, you know, your body is seen as a gift. And so even just that small amount, of like bringing in that safe environment issue, I think when it permeates the entire um, year, it's not just this one, 
one hour for the whole year, exactly. <laughs> which is, you know, Melanie, I know yeah. the ch- checking the box just doesn't work for what you from the USCCB are trying to help us to, you know, to um, prepare children for. Mm-hmm. So. You mentioned the Body Matters program. Uh, can you share a little bit more about how that does address the safe environment training for the children and youth and some of those aspects that are incorporated into it? Sure. So as Monica pointed out, you know, our, our program perhaps um, focuses or emphasizes the beauty of um, of the bridge, as she likes mm-hmm. to call it, of, of the connectedness and the way that we're made to be in a communion of persons. But then um, talking about boundaries, pairing that up with what, with what good healthy boundaries looks like. So we, we have throughout our curriculum, um, uh, you know, we we discuss issues of what it means to be exclusive or bullying um, issues. Um, we talk about um, how to uh, to submit to one's limits of how God designed us. Um, we talk about uh, in our seventh and eighth grade program we, where we address sexuality. We um, we talk about developing healthy friendships and and looking at the heart and, and really uh, recognizing purity as to be um, a high vir- virtue. So I think throughout the curriculum that we have, um, and, and like Monica said, in our educator guides, we really develop it for the teachers. Mm-hmm. We're really trying to to do both of those things to help them to see that the body is ultimately good and and um, made, created by God, um, but, but also is a, uh, um, how would you how would you put it like we have to be we have to be very vigilant about mm-hmm. our bodies and because of because of how good they are so it's a um, I would add it's a program that's meant to be inserted into already existing teaching and one of the things that we're hoping will happen is that the catechists or the teachers will assign homework because another thing we want is we want parents to dialogue with their children Mm-hmm. And so if they open up one of our uh, books and then they, they read it together, parents have already told us, those who are using our program already, they're like, wow, this is fabulous. It brings up, like, in a, one of our sixth grade books, we don't say the word pornography, but there's a picture of a boy and he's showing the cell phone and the, the man is like, uh, it looks like, you know, he's telling his dad. Mm-hmm. I love that um, illustration because it, it fosters for children, go to a trusted adult when something, you know, g- goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and so our, our curriculum is, sorry, I shouldn't say call it a curriculum, it's more like a program, is meant to get conversation going also with parents as well as allowing catechists to um, kind of have this openness and this dialogue as well. Soon we're hoping to um, also do videos. Melanie, you'll probably be happy to hear mm-hmm. that Absolutely. we're trying to do um, Theology of the Body at first in a positive way mm-hmm. and then link it to you know this, this child protection issues because so often I keep getting phone calls from people, even last Friday, they're like, could you do another program to, to bring in the robust theology of the body yeah. and, and make it um, a more positive program, but with also, you know, the, the importance of keeping children safe? And so hopefully we'll be done, I don't know, spring of 2020 as we keep uh, developing uh, this, this video series to help you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's really about using kind of the teachable moments for both the catechists as they're going through the Theology of the Body program, integrating safety and respecting your body, making sure others are respecting your body, what to do if somebody isn't respecting your body, 
how to tell a trusted adult, maybe what to tell a trusted adult, and then continuing the dialogue at home. I would say so. I mean, it's not direct in our books um, where tell your trusted adult. Well, actually, we do that for the sixth grade book. Mm-hmm. But most of the other books, when you say day spring, it's more the educator guide mm-hmm. that we're bringing in, like the components of you know what the USCCB has asked us to you know kind of cover. Mm-hmm. And so when we add that, then it's the educator. It's up to them with the teachable moments as well as bringing it up with the parents. I would say so. And, you know, since the parents are the first educators, mm-hmm. they often, like I gave a talk this past Saturday for a school in Dallas, and the parents are like, tell us what to say to our children about the issue of pornography. Yeah. And one of the first things I said is help them to see their body as a gift. Don't start with the negative, like pornography, stay away from it. But exactly. the positive, the, the body is, you know, given to you by God. And the body, you know, reveals the, the, the truth of we're made for communion. Mm-hmm. And then what does pornography do? It gives um, what you might call a sacramental, from, from a sacramental to a pornographic imagination of the person. And what does that mean? It's treating the body as an object. Mm-hmm. And so the predators out there, basically what they're doing is they're treating the body as an object which means they're treating the person as an object, which is the opposite of, you know, what we're made for. So, but, you know, to, to start with the positive, the, the parents are like, oh, wow, you know, that, that's, that's really neat. I got into the, the idea of nakedness as well. And so for them to start talking about naked, when are you naked? Well, when it's with a trusted person, namely, I call them husband, I call her wife. And that's the, the vulnerable time, or when there's this doctor. And then from there, you can launch off to talk about, okay, so if anybody tries that with you, then you know that's not meant to happen. And that's when you go tell, tell a trusted adult. Absolutely, absolutely. So if someone is interested in learning a little bit more about your program, what, where, where should they go mm-hmm. first? Well, um, our website is a great place to start. Uh, Tobit.org is our, um, is our domain, and we have our whole program listed there. You can buy books a la carte, or you can buy a whole bundle um, of our material um, to get you started or to order for a school or a parish as well. Um, prices are listed, or um, we can have a marketing team that you can contact with the phone numbers and everything listed there. Um, and then we're located here in Irving, Texas, so come on by and see us. <laughs> Great. Well, well, thank you. And is there anything else that you would like to share? I, when, when Dick Spring and I were talking about this before um, this discussion, we were talking about the idea of what's being pushed on children nowadays is called like sexual comprehensive, uh, what was that day? Oh, um, education. Sex ed programs. Yeah. Well, there's like risk reduction or mm-hmm. risk, uh, risk avoidance. Right. Yeah. Different. And so part of what we're hoping to bring to the table is a positive view of human sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so I got a phone call from a Monsignor in Canada, in Quebec area, and he's like, the laws that are passed they are like really out of control so we want an alternative that'll be wholesome for the children so that they're not going to be uh, washed away by other messages in california i got a call from someone in sacramento he's like we want an alternative to that mm-hmm. the, the the things where where children are being inculcated in the wrong way yeah. you know and, and and i would like to broaden the idea of of this child protection to even with regard to the the transgender movement Mm -hmm. and and so I know some people who um, 
you know, s struggle in that area and in other sensitive topic areas. But what we'd like to bring to the table is the idea of, you know, a, a person can resolve that issue usually within five years, the statistic. So for us to like say, oh, you feel a certain way different from your body, let's go mutilate your body, that's a safe environment issue. That's not the direction that we want to lead these children. Mm -hmm. However, we don't want to like just say, oh, you know, listen to your body you know, and that's it. No, it's this yeah. ongoing dialogue that educators ought to bring to the table and help these children to understand the truth of who they are. Pope John Paul calls it being a body person. We are body persons, and what he means by that is like the, the idea of um, the, the, the sacramental imagination is we are material as well as spiritual going together. And so, you know, part of what we hope to help, help people to understand that is that sacramental imagination that the body matters. Why? Because it shows something higher than just the material, mm -hmm. which, I mean, by the way, we might say, you know, what's the center of our faith? Center of our faith, we could say the body. Why? Because in Jesus Christ, the son became human in a body. He too had to understand the safe environment issues of his time. Mm -hmm. They might have been somewhat different, but the, but the fact remains is he would say, this is my body given. And so for safe environment, instead of saying, this is my body and stay away from me, everyone, well, it's this is my body given, but make sure it's that proper boundaries and reciprocity so that we understand that who we are, we're made in God's image and likeness and made for heaven. Absolutely. That it yeah. puts that wholesome, that healthy relationship, the holy relationship of like exactly what you said, God's plan for all of us. Amen. Right. Well, Monica and Dayspring, thank you both so much again for joining us today on this podcast. Um, please feel free to check out their website if you'd like more information on them. And stay tuned with us as we have another podcast coming up over the next couple of weeks regarding child and youth protection. Thanks. <laughs>